Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy. I'm your host, Emily, certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your personal self-love journey. Let's get to work. Hi, my beautiful friends. I hope you're all having a wonderful start to the week. Can't believe we've already made it onto May 22nd. I feel like the month just started, but also that's how I've been feeling every single month this year. Like, not to sound like repetitive and like everyone else, but really this year I feel like is just truly going by. Um, A little bit of a life update for me on the same notion of life just going by. I had my nursing school graduation this past Friday. um, And I just want to thank everyone who wished me well on Instagram. I really appreciate your kindness. And I just, I love connecting with all of you in like little bits and pieces of my personal life and little bits and pieces of yours um, because human connection is everything. Um, And it feels even more surreal because I remember just starting to talk to you guys about this and you guys wishing me well in in the start of my journey and now you wishing me well in the end of my journey. So it just feels like a little bit of a full circle moment. Um, So yeah, I also just wanted to sincerely thank all of you for helping me to cultivate this community of safety and belonging and peace. It has been an amazing outlet for me while in nursing school. So I really believe I would have had a much more stressful, chaotic experience without it. So thank you all so, so much. Um, it's literally so crazy because I feel like it was just yesterday that I set up shop in my apartment and walked into the nursing building on campus for the first time. And now that I've already walked the graduation stage, I only have two short months left of classes. I'm not completely done yet, but just two short months until I am completely done. And it just got me thinking because of course, last year, um, that graduation day felt like light years away, um, that a lot can change in a year. And I think about the moments that prepared me for that day on Friday. And I traced it back to the moment I presented my parents with a PowerPoint presentation on how I wanted to change my career path and go to an accelerated nursing program and become a nurse. But the longer I sit here, the more I just keep tracing back and tracing back to see how every little thing in my life that has ever happened has led me up until this moment. Um, So this episode doesn't have too distinct of a title today. what the title is is a bold statement and i truly believe it but it's going to come out kind of later in the episode um it's not really going to follow like a how-to format it's just like a big flow of my thoughts and everything but ultimately i just wanted to open up and talk about what happens when you truly surrender and you stop focusing on yourself and instead you just start focusing on being yourself I think we often undermine our confidence and our abilities because of the fear that we have that who we really are behind closed doors may be revealed. Maybe you struggle in private with something that you flash in public. Maybe it's a relationship or a secret addiction, or maybe you get compliments on your body all the time, but you have an awful disordered way of eating and working out and talking to yourself. So we shrink ourselves and we let it determine our worth and we say, why me? I can't do that. Surely this opportunity was meant for someone else. Surely I'm not qualified. But the truth of the matter is that we are all (laughs) screw-ups. And I don't mean to say that in a harsh, sad tone, you know? We all fall short in our own eyes and we all have said things that we regret and we all wish we could go back and change a thing or two or 25. Like I said, really depressing here right now. But that isn't all that there is to your story. 
you have qualities that you bring to the table in a way that no one else ever can. And you were uniquely designed to be here to bring those things to the table. And you have to account yourself for those things. And how arrogant is it to think that just because of who we were for a time or what came out of our mouths in one moment or where we came from, that you can't be used as a vessel to show others light and love and joy in the future and in this present moment. And I say to myself, whenever I feel like maybe I'm not enough, I say, how arrogant am I to believe that I was an accident, that I don't have purpose, that my flaws are too great to now be used for the good of humanity and show love to all, including myself. Especially when you believe in God or something bigger than yourself, it's so easy to get to then get back on track um, and say, I am here for a reason and I'm not going to let myself get in the way of that divine purpose. And even if you're someone who struggles to believe that or does not believe that at all, I think it can still be a truth that you give yourself saying, well, if the world is an accident, then I'm a happy accident and just move forward with that. I got here a year ago and I was focused on one thing, excelling in nursing school. And I wanted to be the best student I could be. That was like the forefront of my mind. I was like, I've never been a straight A student, but this time it's going to be different. It was like something I wanted to prove to myself. And it's not that that's an unreasonable or healthy goal, but by putting that limit on myself, that that was the only acceptable thing that I could take away from this this experience, I turned away from a lot of other doors that could have been opened or could have been opened earlier than they were opened like in time and everything happens for a reason i'm not saying i regret anything that happened but this is just what i found so quickly i found that being the best student i could be was not very fulfilling at all my horizons were limited and i basically allowed for no peripheral vision and soon my only priorities were getting good grades and keeping myself alive and happy enough to where i just didn't want to melt away and that's not fulfilling as i said at all (laughs) what kind of a life of it is it if you're on the brink of melting but you're not you know just teeter-tottering that line so later rather than sooner i acknowledged that my original goal wasn't working and i threw away the goal of excelling in nursing school you know just i said the heck with it of course i still wanted to be successful it just looked different and it looked like being who i was and letting nursing school blend into that character not the other way around i gained my joy for the mundane back i started socializing a ton more i enjoyed activities i never could have imagined myself enjoying i found ways to be creative and i actually ended up being more conscious in my studies meaning it was a less stressful event for me therefore i actually enjoyed being a student all the more and my grades didn't suffer they didn't change see at first i thought it was best to just focus on myself, be selfish, use this time to just focus on me and my priorities in school. But that really just drove me crazy and ended up failing me because I was losing sight of the girl standing in front of the mirror in the first place. And, you know, it was a fair thing to try because, well, it's a rigorous program and I needed to get through it somehow. So it seemed like the best way. But by focusing solely on myself, it closed me off from the lessons that I learned outside of the classroom about life, about people, about belonging, about myself, about my relationship with everyone around me, about God, about the earth, about everything else that there is to learn when you move to a city post-grad alone. So instead, I just focused on being myself, whatever that looked like on the day-to-day, and it didn't matter what other people were doing or how they were doing it because they weren't me and they aren't me. 
So I encourage you to throw away your limits. What are your fears? Name them. And then what are your weaknesses? Write them down. That's what I tended to start thinking about in times where I wanted to veer back on that um, path of just being a good student. Then think of all your successes and how you've overcome this feeling of fear before and think about all of your strengths and how you can use those strengths to combat your weaknesses. Other people may say things to us that sting a bit and society may set these standards for us to fit into a certain category and put us in a box, but they don't become a true limit on our lives until we decide that for ourselves. I was so tired of the stigma that nursing students had to be stressed and miserable and struggling all the time and low on sleep and high on caffeine. And sometimes it was like that, but you know, life is messy and nursing school isn't separate from that. So, but it didn't have to be like that all the time. So I let go of that limit and I changed the narrative for myself. Who is Emily beneath the student or rather let's flip that because nursing student is just a part of who I am, not all of who I am. What would Emily the person do with her day? How would Emily the human being treat herself? How would Emily the soul handle a situation? And yes, I still got my work done and I did well because Emily wanted to, Emily the person, not because I was trying to fit into a label. And slowly but surely, I've seen the fruits of my labor being distributed in so many different ways and aspects aside from academically. And it is like this answered prayer and after prayer, answer answered prayer after answered prayer after answered prayer um so just remain obedient and faithful and disciplined but do it all out of the love that you have for the life that you've been given because you respect yourself and you love yourself and you want to honor your calling because you are being you in the process i had a thought so i googled it and i discovered that the first mirror this is where the title comes into play was supposedly created 8,000 years ago in modern-day Turkey, BTW. But the first human ancestors were believed to have appeared between 5 and 7 million years ago. So let's take an average of 6 million years ago. And I'm no mathematician, <laughs> but take the difference of the two and you get 5,992,000 years of humanity existing without a mirror. And Lord knows they didn't have cell phones and selfie cameras back then and no regular cameras. And also, um, turns out that portraiture I don't know, I, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but painting portraits of people was also invented after the mirror um, and dates back to about 5,000 years ago. So what's the point in me telling you this little blurb of history that frankly I knew nothing about because I'm not a history person? You can love yourself without a mirror, meaning you don't have to be looking at yourself so self-absorbed in what you're doing and how you're doing it to be grateful for your life, to love who you are, and to spread your joy and abundance. There are 5,992,000 years of generations who grew and learned and loved and evolved and changed and smiled and danced and laughed without ever looking at a reflection of, the, of themselves staring back at them. And when I was so focused on being a good student, I was constantly staring in a mirror image, staring at a mirror image of myself. Maybe not physically, I wasn't looking in a physical mirror, but I was looking at the reflection of what I was presenting. I was looking at my grades, my academic performance. I was looking at the reflection of my clinical experiences. I was looking at the reflection of how much time I was spent, I had spent studying. And, you know, maybe again, it's not a physical mirror, but what image is staring back at you right now? I had to put that mirror down as I was staring into it because it only made me more critical about myself. I became hyper aware of my flaws and my weaknesses and my struggles compared to other people's mirrors. And I looked for validation to make up for them. 
And above all, I started comparing myself to other people's mirrors and undermined the own quality of my work, of what I was putting into the mirror. And what's so dangerous about looking in someone else's mirror is that you are not the one being reflected back. So why would you even be looking there in the first place? It's like trying to compare two snowflakes. They're both equally beautiful, but entirely different. We focus on ourselves every day simply because we live in the bodies and house our minds. There's no point in staring back at a mirror reflection because all that showcases is the external. And unfortunately, and I say this unfortunately lightheartedly because people are, we need our people and we need society, but unfortunately we live in a type of society that loves to showcase the external you know what you look like what clothes you wear what car you drive what degrees you have and what letters you can add to the end of your name it dates back probably as far as the mirror was invented um so you know enough of with enough of that yapping in your ear i encourage you to challenge those voices and silence them to the best of your ability and instead focusing instead of focusing on yourself simply focus on being yourself That looks like slowing down and living in the present, practicing things that make sense to you and your soul, even if it may seem silly or just downright weird to others. Because a lot can change in a year when you make that change and you honor that decision. Had I I still stayed focused this whole time on just excelling in nursing school and being a good student, I would have missed countless opportunities and lessons and passed up my life for the sake of a few more external letters at the end of my name. And honestly, the Emily that was focused on being herself and the Emily that, wait, the Emily that focused on, hold on, (laughs) the Emily that focused on herself rather than the Emily that focused on being herself literally would have ended up with the same letters at the end of her name anyway. So I think I'd rather choose the more joyful path. And whatever you want to be in life, remember that you are human first and it's necessary that you treat yourself as such. I also find it so funny in a peaceful way, kind of, that when I came here, all I was focused on was achieving, but releasing by releasing that focus, I've achieved that and so much more. Like I said, well, we're both families are going to end up with the same degree, so I would choose the more joyful path. Um, and I would have never, ever thought that out of all places, Philadelphia, which is certainly not my favorite place in the world, would have been such a vessel of opportunity for me in the ways that it was. And when you're so focused on yourself and your image, you miss the whole reason that you were put in that position. The only reason why you're even here or why you're even there to focus on what you're trying to focus on is because every single thing you did in your life leading up to this moment has gotten you there. So stop looking at the reflection, put the mirror down for a second and look up, look around you. You have to feel your existence from the inside out. You don't need to stare. You already know what it feels like. So let your spirit speak to you and listen to the voice that speaks back at you. Whether you believe in creation or the Big Bang or anything in between, whenever this universe started, it's obvious that we were something out of nothing, but the energy had to exist and start somewhere. Physics laws, I know. (laughs) Energy cannot be created or destroyed. I'm getting very sciencey today, or historical science, I don't know, whatever. Getting very schooly on you. So challenge that same thought into the belief that You can be something out of nothing because that energy is already existing within you. You just have to let it be unleashed. It's very rare of me to get um, one distinct year that kind of separates itself from the rest, like how I did with this year. You know, I started this program on May 16th and I walked the graduation stage on May 19th. And although I'm not completely done yet, it was still such a strong significance to me that only one single 
year had passed from the beginning of something to the end of something. And it was like, I moved here and you know what I mean? It's just, it was very clear to me that it was just like a very singular 365 days and just how much I had accomplished and went through and learned and cried about and laughed over in that time span. Um, so I compiled three major things I learned this year and these are what they are. Number one, don't be so arrogant to think that God can't work through your failures. Number two, you don't have to be it all right now. And number three, a lot can change in a year, but only if you let it. I'm going to close up with a quick story. Um, I was at my hairdresser a couple weeks ago and I was sitting in the haircut chair and I was like, Mia, that's my hair girl's name. I was like, Mia, do you think my hair thinned out? <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? I was like, do you think my hair is getting thinner? Like, do you think I'm like losing hair? She's like, why do you say that? I was like, I don't know. I just, I was looking at pictures from like a long time ago and you know, I had COVID. So like, there's that whole thing that like COVID can thin your hair, even though that was in 2020, 2020, 2021, that was in 2020 at this point. And I don't know. I was just listing all these reasons why my hair could have gotten thinner. And, you know, maybe they were true, but it was just, I was just thinking, I was just pondering none of them were truth. And she said to me, well, you know, those pictures you were looking at from when Mia first started cutting marriage, like you had hair that was all the same length. You had no, no angles, no layers, nothing. It was just heavy, straight, straight cut hair. She's like, now you changed it. So that's why you're seeing a different result. And I was like, oh yeah. You know? So I just think that that's when we have to acknowledge the changes of our life. Like if something looks different and if at first you're timid to accept it, doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that you have put time and effort into something and maybe it has changed. And that change isn't always a bad thing. Maybe it's just new and different and scary right now because it's new and different and it's okay to be a little afraid. But like I said, number one, don't be so arrogant to think that God can't work through your failures. Number two, you don't have to be it all right now. You have time. And number three, a lot can change in a year, but only if you let it. So I hope this episode inspired you all a bit more to be more boldly yourself in any and all circumstances that you find yourself in. Be open to the waves of change and don't live in fear that you are only who you used to be. Be sure to pass this episode of podcast along to anyone you think could benefit from hearing from it. If you'd like to take the time to rate and review this podcast as well as follow or subscribe depending on what platform you're listening on, I would so appreciate it. I'm so happy I got to talk to you guys tonight and I can't wait to talk with you next week. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO. the biggest virtual hug in the world. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else who you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at the uncensored self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more self-love inspired content and updates about the show. I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners. So please feel welcome to contact me at any point in time. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. Human connection is one of the things I value most, so I can't wait to get to know you. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly motivational messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUSPOD. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO, Emily.